a frown whenever a really good song comes on. I really fucking like this song. Woo! Um, yeah. Salutations, motherfuckers, and welcome to The Rich Room. I'm your host, Lindsay Sobel. I just want to let y'all know that your girl has still got it. I have told you that I'm working on myself in every aspects of life, and I take walks in the morning. Well, there's been this guy who runs every day on the beach. And we've passed and said, like, hello, hello. You know, gentle pleasantries. Um, He's super fit. And the other day, he was running, coming from behind me, and running next to me, ran up like three feet ahead of me, and then turned on right around. And he was like, hey. And he told me his name. And he was like, uh, you're usually out here a little earlier. Um, do you sleep in? And I was like, <laughs> no. Uh, I was afraid it was going to rain. I don't know why I fucking said that. Anyways, he went on his merry way and he hasn't talked to me since. I've seen him a few times and he hasn't talked to me. Uh, whatever. I don't really care, but I didn't hate it. Hold on to your hats because another celebrity couple, actually two celebrity couples, have called it quits. I had a friend of mine text me the other day and inform me of this, these breaking stories um, because once again, this is the year of the divorce. Um, And I feel like I maybe started a divorce trend. I don't know. I don't know. So we have Hugh Jackman and his wife of 20 years, Deborah, have called it quits. Didn't see this coming. It's kind of sad to see, but I'm hoping it's the best for both of them. Also, Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. I feel like if people were on the fence about divorcing, 2023 really sealed the deal. Who will be next? Which celebrity couple will be the next to go? Find out next time on The Rich Room. I'm going to need everyone to buckle up because this is a little Bravo heavy. So the Real Housewives of Atlanta season finale, or really I should say the reunion, the final reunion, um, aired, and it was weird. Bravo announced that Atlanta would be getting a shakeup similar to that of New York City Housewives, um, and then confirmed that three people will be replaced on the cast. I can guarantee you that one of them will be Kenya Moore. Her storyline this season was significantly reduced we didn't even see her opening her hair salon for kenya more hair care um someone at bravo one of the producers they don't like kenya and i guarantee you kenya is going to be one of the ones that is gone uh you could tell from the at the reunion that all of them knew they were on the chopping block too kenya was as quiet as a church mouse and i had never seen her like that at a reunion before if i had to guess i would say it's the three who will be replaced are Kenya, Marlo, and Drew. Oh, Drew Sedora. Drew Sedora and her thirsty-ass husband, Ralph, are also getting divorced. Another couple to fall prey to the year of the divorce. Why is Ralph at the reunion? He's so fucking thirsty. Ugh, I can't stand Ralph. 
we learned some things. We learned that there's apparently cheating allegations across the board, not only Ralph, but perhaps Drew too, um, but with a female. I don't know. Drew's not denying any of the evidence, but just arguing that the evidence does not implicate her as a later-in-life lesbian. I mean, only time will tell. Are the rumors true? We didn't really get a lot of clarification on that. Andy was so funny. He went in so hard about the cheating allegations, the lesbian girlfriend rumors, and then he was like, now watch Drew Sador perform her latest single. And Ralph was still on stage when she was singing, and the she I think she said that she wrote the single recently, and I think it's a breakup song. And so you have Ralph sitting there on stage in a... He looks so stupid in his suit. Ah, God, that man. But we have Ralph sitting on stage like a little fucking penis. And we have Drew singing her breakup song to Ralph. And she literally turns to Ralph and sings the song to him. Oh, no, 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 no. I... I wanted to look away. It was so cringy, but I couldn't stop looking. And the faces of the cast members, cringe is the only word that comes to mind. Okay, breaking fucking news. Shannon Bedore of the Real Housewives of Orange County has been arrested for a DUI and a hit and run charge in Newport Beach, California. Pause for fucking reaction. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, first off, I'm sure Gina is relishing in this. I mean, nine, schadenfreude, but fuck, this feels karmic. For those of you who do not know, Gina is another OC housewife. And a few years ago, she also was arrested for a DUI. This was before she had her hair figured out. I'm just now figuring out my hair, so I don't blame Gina or judge her for her past hair um, choices. But all I can say is thank God she has it figured out now. Anywho, Gina's DUI happened years ago. And still, on this very season, Shannon talks to all of the rest of the women about how she got an attorney for Gina and how she even saved Gina's kids from child protective services that's a bit fucking far um shannon's kids are adults so no cps um but fuck um according to page six shannon hit a house with her vehicle then she parked her car in the middle of the street and got out of the car with her dog i'm presuming it was archie and when the police arrived she pretended that she was walking her dog Oh, God bless. Okay. Okay. Just like New York and Atlanta, I predict that OC will have a major shakeup, if not an entire new cast. I had high hopes for Gina and Emily. They both look great and have really found what works for them. Um, but Emily, who is an attorney, keeps getting a little overserved at events and is kind of making an ass of herself. And is doing it in a consistent manner, which is kind of starting to look like a pattern. Um, it's just not cute. And she, I, I, I feel like she's kind of sticking to the shtick of like, 
Um, like I'm going to bring a, a foot long sandwich in the sauna with all the rest of the ladies. Oh, look, I brought a sandwich in my purse. Look how kooky I am. And this season, she was at Heather Dubrow's event, and there was like a pickled like cucumber or something, and she started eating it like a fruit roll-up, and it was like a pretty fancy event. It just seemed not aspirational and a little sad. As for Gina, I feel that she is just an inartful pot stirrer, and plus the accent is like, um, one of a kind, shall we say. I am not a fan of her voiceovers on the show. All right, douche alert. Tom Sandoval. Everyone should know who Tom Sandoval is by now. If you don't know who Tom Sandoval is, you probably aren't listening to this podcast, I should say. Scandoval was a huge thing in the Bravo community. Basically, two people cheated um, and... The girl who the dude cheated with was best friends with his longtime partner girlfriend. Basically, that's it in a nutshell. Um, Rachel went into kind of hiding after this all went down. And she went to a mental health facility for a few months, which apparently has done some good work for her. She also went on Bethany Frankel's podcast and said that Tom Sandoval filmed her intimately without her consent. He was not aware of the video at all. Um, that's illegal as fuck. California is a two-party consent state. You must get permission from all parties involved before you make the recording. Rachel has gone on the record and explicitly stated that she did not give consent. But Tom Sandoval has not come out and said that he had her consent to film her. Tom, you need to make a statement. Or... Is Rachel totally lying? She lied to her best friend for seven months. The bitch was in pageants. So you know that she can like turn it on and turn it off. I've never seen such an emotionless human being. And she must have been in a state of like, like utter survival or something. Or maybe she was heavily medicated because Xanax does wonders. However, I feel that if she were lying, Tom Sandoval would have stated so. My question to Tom Sandoval is, did you or did you not have Rachel's consent to record her during the FaceTime in question? This is like Lindsay investigates. Shit, maybe I should investigate. And as a follow-up, did Bravo know that Tom Sandoval did not have Rachel's consent and keep Tom Sandoval on the show anyway? Ooh, goodness, this is just like the morning show. I need to watch the new season. John Hamm is in it, and I'm excited. There should be a new show of To Catch a Predator, and we should have Chris Hansen, Hunt, Tom Sandoval, and Danny Masterson. I would watch that show. So if you haven't heard, Danny Masterson from that 70s show was charged with forcibly raping three women and was found guilty on two counts. I believe there was a fourth victim, but there was not enough evidence to pursue. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have written letters to the judge asking for a reduced sentence for Masterson. Well, the shit was made public and the shit hit the fucking fan. And now these two are facing significant backlash. They went on social media and apologized and said that they were asked by Masterson's mother to 
write letters to the judge in the hopes of a reduced sentence um, and said that they knew him as a friend and blah, 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 all this good shit about Danny Masterson. But the rapes that he was found guilty of happened in 2001 and 2003, I believe. That was when that 70s show was airing. So that was the time that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis would have definitely known Danny Masterson. Um, So obviously this guy was hiding part of his personality and part of his life. Um, They both, or I don't know if both or just Ashton Kutcher have stepped down from the board of directors of their charity that they, I think they started or heavily involved in where they um, essentially, as I understand it, save children from sex trafficking, which is quite an amazing cause. I guess the board was receiving pressure for them to resign, and they resigned. It's just weird. Um, It kind of calls into question these two. Hmm. I have a feeling this won't be the last of this. Stay tuned. Oh my God, and Russell fucking Brand. Apparently there are two or three people who are coming out saying that Russell Brand sexually assaulted them. I would never have even thought this from Russell Brand. I love him. Oh, I hope this isn't true. But, ugh, to make matters worse, sorry, this is a fucking depressing show. God damn. All right, I'll stop in a minute. The crazy thing is that Katy Perry now has come out saying that she knew the truth about Russell Brand years ago. And as you know, they are also divorced. Actually, Russell Brand did a video in anticipation of these allegations hitting the press, which I think is smart as shit. Um, He Olivia Poped himself. You got to jump on a time bomb. Whenever there's a ticking time bomb, you just fucking jump on it because it's going to blow up at some point. So he really did the right thing. Good PR. He is absolutely denying all of the allegations and... We will see how that shit fucking unfolds. Now's the time you've all been waiting for. My rich bitch tip of the week. All right, y'all. We're in therapy. We're working on our fitness. We got our mind and our body covered. Now we need to figure out what fuels your soul. What lights you up? You got to figure out what would get you up on a Saturday morning at 630 that brings you joy that you don't and that doesn't necessarily pay you something that truly like this is like this is life enrichment this is what lights you the fuck up for example my daughter madison went snorkeling this past saturday she got up at 6 30 a.m on a saturday and went snorkeling to go see fish she drove an hour outside of miami to go snorkeling with her marine biology class because she loves fish so much I am so proud of her because when I went to college, I was just so concerned about people liking me. And she is just fucking pioneering and doesn't give a fuck what other people think. And I would like to be more like her. I'm trying to be more like her. I'm so happy she has this opportunity. Okay, that's what I'm figuring out for myself right now. I took a sewing class last week. It was so... It was very fun. Um, I became best friends with the girl, Jasmine, who sold me a sewing machine. And then I took a class with three other gals. One's name was Dolores. The other's name, 
fuck, I forgot their names. But they were really adorable. And I, it was kind of cute to watch them get frustrated with their sewing machines because then it made me feel like not such a crazy bitch. So my life path has been pretty non-traditional to say the least. I had my daughter Madison when I was 16 years old. And at the time, I knew that I had to get a job that I could support a child by myself and or make a lot of money, really. And my 16-year-old brain was like, okay, my options are doctor or lawyer. I did not want to be a doctor. I do not like to touch people. Even though I chose the lawyer career path, until recently, I never asked myself what I, Lindsay, want to do. I chose the lawyer, lawyer, I chose the lawyer, (laughs) I chose the lawyer route out of necessity in caring for Madison. Um, But I never really asked myself what I wanted to do with my life. And I guess that's what I'm figuring out right now. The reality here is that there is a crazy amount of wildly talented people in the world. Most people just do not take use of their talents. I've met a lot of really talented people who do not live up to even a fraction of their potential. In my experience, the greatest threat to um, growth is internal and not external. In my, for me, it was internal. It was the negative and self-limiting stories that I told myself that have really held me back. There are people who are like, everyone told me I couldn't do it, but I showed them. I have the opposite issue. I have people around me telling me, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And I'm like, bullshit. Nah, no I can't. You lying. Our Rich Room hotline is ready, willing, and able to receive your burning questions, comments, and concerns. Or if you want me to cover a topic, send it on over. What else we got to talk about? Okay, who uses the app CoStar? It's an astrological app that gives you your daily horoscope and is absolutely scary accurate. Well, I know mine is. I know there are people who don't believe in that shit, but you cannot tell me that the moon and the planets up there in the galaxy are moving all around us, or we're moving around the sun or whatever, and they don't have any effect on us in some way. The moon literally pulls the tide out of the water because the gravitational pull is so strong. You cannot tell me that that does not have an effect on us. So I went to see Dave Chappelle in New Orleans with my brother. I absolutely love stand-up comedy. That is something that enriches my life. That gives me great joy. I love watching stand-up comedy. We got pretty great seats, um, and I will say they were quite expensive. Something else that lights me up is buying concert tickets that are in high demand. I literally get a rush from it. Although I did not get Matt Rife tickets. Um, I tried very hard and even went to multiple cities 
uh, but couldn't get them. Oh well, I'll catch you next time, Matt. So my brother and I are descending the stairs in the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. And I spot our row from afar and I start mentally counting the seats to see where we are sitting. And my eyes stumble upon a very, very, very large man. I had half of a seat. The gentleman to my right had his arm hanging over the side of the armrest onto my side. His knee was also jutting out at a 45 degree angle. His arm and his knee essentially took up half of my seat and my leg room. Um, thank goodness I took Ozempic earlier this year and could accommodate the half seat. Last year, Lindsay would not have been able to do that. It was totally fine, apart from having to lean over the entire show so that this gentleman doesn't become husband number two. I mean, we were basically touching the entire time. The comedians who opened for Dave Chappelle were amazing. Mo Ammer came out and absolutely killed it. I love him. He has two Netflix specials that are out. Very fucking funny. All I can say about the show is uh, Dave Chappelle's a fucking goat. I've been a fan of his for years. And prior to going to this show, thought to myself that there was no way that this was going to be as good as his last stand-up, The Closer. I was proven wrong. Um, and I love to be proven wrong because it happens so rarely. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not really kidding. Dave Chappelle went in. He locks up your phones, which I like, so no one can, rec no one can record because he took it way too far and I loved it all. Amy Schumer is coming under some fire after posting a photo of Nicole Kidman at the U.S. Open Championship looking engaged is all I can say with some sort of frozen look on her face with the caption, this how humans sit. I guess it's like a robot voice. This how humans sit. I guess social media users expressed their, their dissatisfaction with the joke and believed that Schumer was out of line. This reminds me of a story from back in my dating days. I was on the apps, Bumble and Tinder. I matched with this one guy and we chatted for a few weeks. And I don't recall what we were talking about, but I think Amy Schumer's movie Trainwreck had come out recently or something. And this gentleman said, pretty out of the blue, I want to punch anyone in the face who thinks that Amy Schumer is funny. It's a bit aggressive. Um, a bit fucking aggressive. But I was so desperado that I continued to talk to him. I wonder how he felt about the Barbie movie. If he can't handle Amy Schumer, he cannot handle Barbie. I thought the Barbie movie was absolutely hilarious. And I definitely feel like kids could have seen it. I thought it was a bit heavy at, at one point. But I think that reference would go over a kid's head. It definitely identifies and pokes fun of straight men's stereotypes. Which I can't recall another movie that does that. So if this is the first one, I can understand why it stings a little. But if we can't laugh at shit like that, what are we even doing here? Anyway, my Bumble gentleman, um, he obviously did not care for Amy Schumer. And I asked him what his deal breakers were, I think, at one point. And the first thing he said was, kids. And I was like, shit. That wasn't the only time I encountered a dude whose deal breaker was children. 
in law school, I was seeing this guy. Um, now, like now and at the time, my daughter's all over my social media. Um, and I started seeing this guy. It was going great. I thought he would just... I thought he knew from my social media that I have a daughter. And it's not like I introduce myself and I lead with, I have a fucking daughter. So it's kind of a dicey situation. But I guess he didn't stalk me. I cyberstalk any guy I'm interested in. Is that not proper dating due diligence? I think it is. Especially in this day and age with catfishing and shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to get back on the apps. Fuck. Anyways, when it became apparent that this gentleman most likely did not know that I had a daughter, I decided to tell him. Well, I did not get a positive response. He broke up with me and I was actually fucking devastated. But no pain, no gain, right? I honestly grew up a lot at that time and had to just decide that anyone who didn't want to be with me because of my fantastic, wonderful, perfect angel child wasn't supposed to be in my life. Now I'm in the position where this actually makes me laugh and I'm kind of happy I have these stories. I actually didn't think that Amy Schumer was out of line. Aren't all jokes out of line to someone? I mean, look how quickly people made fun of the submarine incident earlier this year. In my opinion, all jokes could be offensive to someone, but that's showbiz, baby. I think joking about yourself and pointing out the embarrassingly hilarious shit in your life instead of getting offended by everything is a much more peaceful mindset to be in. And then you don't seem like a little bitch. Also... Nicole Kinman kind of does look too perfect to be human. She even starred in Stepford Wives, where she ended up being, spoiler alert, a robot. I'm sure she'll be in the remake of Mars Attack. Uh, giveaway alert! I am giving away two tickets to see Beyonce in New Orleans on September 27th. The winner will be announced on my Instagram on September 24th. So go to my Instagram for more details at Lindsay underscore Sobel. We made it, y'all. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to text or leave me a voicemail with your questions, comments, and critiques at 504-224-9919. Follow me at Lindsay underscore Sobel and also follow at The Rich Room Podcast. Leave us five stars and enjoy your fucking day. You are the weakest link. Goodbye.